Lexus Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday at 11 o'clock to help you navigate ownership of your car. That's the maintenance. It's the debate over when I should change my oil or the list that you got when you went in for the repair. And speaking of lists and such... You know, we get a lot of questions. What am I supposed to do with my car? They said I need this. What does my owner's manual say? We can talk about all of that. All you've got to do is give us a call. And I've got some stuff. I'm really a little bit excited today. I've got some stuff I want to talk about, a person I want to talk about, a car I want to talk about that kind of take me back to my childhood. One is my friend and another one is one of my teachers. But I really want to get you in on this conversation. And if you're considering selling your car or debating whether it's time for a new one or talking about budgeting and maintenance, this show is for you. We had a, a woman send in a text message several weeks ago or three weeks ago about, you know, just being, this is my first time. I'm maybe recently divorced. She mentioned her ex or something like that. It was my first time of taking care of my car. He always did it. What am I supposed to do? My car's got 35,000 miles on it. Or maybe you're the college kid like my son who just graduated. You got a good used car and you got to take care of it. You're thinking about your finances. I want you to really, really pay attention today. Phone number 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-5827. And if you like to text, you can do that at 411-923. And for years, we always say it, we always talk about it, but I got the proof now. And it's pretty cool. We always talk to our customers here and there, talk about the maintenance, maintaining your car. You know, we've got some cliche phrases. The best used car to buy is your own. Um, you know, keeping your car longer, do the maintenance. It, it holds value in the car. It saves you money over the long haul. We always say it. But it just, proof of it just stumbled in front of me last week. So I've got a customer, a very good friend actually, and uh, she started bringing her car to me, her Honda, with 60,000 miles on it in 2011. So pay attention to some of these dates. We're talking about a 2003 Honda. That car is now 20 years old. I first saw it 2011, so five years, well, I don't know, can't even do the math right now. You, you figure that out. But 60,000 miles, by the age of that car, it was probably paid for. She called me and said, Matt, you know, you talked me out of buying a new car a handful of years ago, but it's time. I'm ready for a new car. I've had this one 20 years. Get some new bells and whistles. And uh, I thought, wow, I, I want to buy her car. We need a loaner car for the shop. And I know Jesse... Jesse, if you're listening, hello. I know Jesse has taken really good care of her car ever since she brought it to me. She was taking good care of it before she brought it to me. Actually, she didn't even know it was my shop. She brought a coupon, a Groupon, and that's how she showed up there. When I looked at the service history, I had told Tim about it. I said, hey, I'm thinking about let's buy this car and add it to our fleet. And he pulled up her history. He said, yeah, she's you know done a lot. I go, He goes, she's been in. 34 times and spent $17,000 fixing that car, maintaining the car. And if you're like me, you're standing back up again because I hit the floor and I saw that. I was almost embarrassed. But then it took a minute for the numbers to settle in. And, Carrie, I hate to tell you, we may not make the 13-minute break today. I'll do my best, right? But exactly. To, to listen to you and to see you working on this ahead of the show, you are very passionate and excited about today's topic. Yeah, so, I'm super yeah. stoked about it. Because, again, at first I said, oh, my God, $17,298. It made me cringe. But let's start doing some math calculations here. First visit was 146 months ago. Been in 34 times. Of those 34 times, I think there was three occasions where it was no charge, whether it was a warranty issue. I know we replaced some struts under warranty one time uh, and such. Over that period of time, if you do the math, that's $118 a month. Now, hopefully some of my averages don't conflict here and make me look foolish. Or 
$508 every time she came in. Or if you want to get rid of the no-charge visits, it was $576. You could add another $100, dude. I don't care because my math is going to come out right. Um, so $576 on average every time she came in. Now, everybody driving a car out there, if you're on a budget, some of us are not on a budget. It doesn't matter what it costs. You just pay the bill. Some of us are on a budget, and you need to think about things. But remember that number, $575 every time she came in. That's an average. That includes the $2,500 air conditioning repair and includes the $55 oil change. So that's something to consider, $575. Or it comes out to $1,441 per year since I first saw the car. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, before I saw the car, I'm going to say that she probably spent about $2,500 at you know up until the 60,000-mile point. That's not in my calculations. $1,441 a year to maintain that car from 60,000 to 150,000 miles. And this car is cherry. Jessie's done every single thing we ever told her to do. She utilized our coupons. Should, I'll whisper this. She didn't get any special treatment. She paid just like everybody else does, and she utilized her coupons. But she just didn't fix the car. She maintained it. She maintained it, exactly. Yeah. $1,441 a year. Let's round that up and say she spent 1500 bucks a year since 2011. That's 12 years that she spent a total of $1,500 a year. If you buy a 2023 Honda CRV, 20 years newer than this car, today is $29,000 roundabout. By the time you had the sales tax, the registration, you put down three grand or 10%, you're still financing $30,000. At today's interest rate, that's $580 a month. Now start doing the math, guys. $580 a month for a payment versus $118 a month on average for maintenance. $6,000 a year difference. Now, those of you who are number crunchers and financial people, now think about that. What could you do with $6,000 a year difference or 5500 or whatever it is? Over six years, that's $33,000. Half the time that she's been taking that car to us, she could have been saving what her car payment would have been. And I'm not talking 12 years. I'm talking six years. $33,000. That's with no interest or anything. You pay cash for your new car. Easy. couple of takeaways. That's the savings so we can make Carrie's break. Now, we're going to come back to some of the benefits and the repairs. We're going to take a quick break. We like to see Carrie smiling over here when he hit the clock on time. Talking about the maintenance, we're talking about the financial side of the car repair. We've got Jeff and Gilbert on hold, lines open, 602-277-5827, and I'll wrap this up when we get back. See you in a minute. Hey now, are you driving around in a filthy car and don't have two hours to waste sitting at an inconvenient location getting a bad car wash or detail? Hi, Scott Drummond here, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. And I'm Marcus Morton, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. We've been servicing the Valley for over 15 years with a five-star rated service. We come to you to wash and detail your car at home, the office, or even on the golf course. Check us out at ShowcaseMobileDetailing.com or PitStopDetailing.com. Hi, this is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of H&I Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally, as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. 
more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurt's Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed, but at Kurt's, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at mycarhertz.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurtz. Back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy. And I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I'm a little bit excited today. You know, I come in. Well, I always got to come up with something to talk about. I always try and bring you guys relevant information, something that happened in the shop, something that can help you have a better experience, save you some money. And this is one of these cases of saving money. If you're just tuning in, I would encourage you later on to go back and listen to the show online at bumper to bumperradiocom Talking about car repair cost, and a, a case study, if you will, a real live experience here of a car a customer that, uh, you know, over 12 years or the 20-year life of the car and 12, 13 years roughly of being serviced with me, how much money was spent on the car? $17,000. If you were listening earlier, it about fell out of the floor. But we did some math. We just broke it down. It's 120 bucks a month, round numbers. It's 1400 bucks a year or 510, 510. 575 every time you come in on average. So this is some key numbers uh, you know, to, to think about. And then if you're making a car payment, you're talking $7,000 a year. If you don't make that car payment and you save that money during the life of the, the difference in this car, you're putting $66,000, $70,000 in the bank. So we talked about some of the repairs. And when we talk about these repairs that was done and the maintenance on this car, this is everything, all the way down from your $50 oil change you know, to some oil and filter changes at 150,000 miles, a valve adjustment and some brakes, 500 bucks, uh, struts, a couple thousand dollars at 84,000 miles, an AC, sir, oh, an AC major repair. Maybe this was the time that she was thinking about getting rid of it around 85,000 miles. Had a $2,800 repair on air conditioning. Had a no charge repair somewhere in there, maybe a warranty issue. 90,000 miles. We had a check engine light and a repair, 900 bucks. 100,000 miles, $600 repair. Um, you know, just going through some of this. 105,000 miles, major service and tune up, a couple thousand dollars. 107 broken window. My point is, in everything in here, we've we've done everything. Not just oil changes, but really the real world. Window regulators, air conditioning systems, the whole ball of wax is included in this. And the bottom line is, she has a very great car to trade in or sell to me um, for a loaner car. She's enjoyed a nice running car that's been well taken care of for the last 20 years or 13 years by the time we started taking care of it. And she's got a buttload of money in the bank by keeping this car. As a consumer from the other side of the desk, also, she's, like you just said, enjoyed the peace of mind of a good running car that you guys would recommend, hey, we need this or it's time to go. 150,000 miles, this car broke down one time. There you go. One time, and it had a bad alternator. But you would tell her, hey, don't take this to California. Let's fix it, whatever. Go rent a car. You guys would give her that kind of advice. I'd jump in that car right now and drive to California. You can have a 2020 car and have the alternator go out, Carrie. You can't predict that at all. The other thing we talked about, the budget. Gosh, i got to get to these calls. Jeff, Tony, uh... Jeff and Tony, and then today, I don't know if Bryce got that right, but today is on the phone. The other one thing I want to mention is $575 on average to take care of this car. Car repairs are no fun, and when we see people, again, some people budget, some people don't. Don't have to. You don't have to worry about it, but many people do. So one thing I would encourage you to do, knowing the, and this numbers all jibe with our numbers. She spent five hundred and seventy six dollars every time she came in on average. Our average repair shop, our average ticket at the shop this year is about seven hundred dollars. That's everything. That's engine jobs and oil changes, everything all into one. So if you're on a budget, maybe you could take a round number like five hundred bucks. 
and calculate that for your maintenance on your car. Every time you go in, what you don't spend up to $500, put it in the savings for the car. And then draw off that and add to it. You're going to make yourself lots of money. Let's get to these phones. Uh, Jeff and Gilbert, Silverado pickup. I think this is a follow-up maybe. Or Jeff, can we help you? Yeah, actually, I'm lo- I love your topic today. Uh, my, me and my son were just talking about this. He m- just moved back from Atlanta back to Arizona. He's got 120,000 miles on his Silverado truck, and we were just discussing this a half hour ago. That's He's perfect. Debating. He makes a commute uh, from, uh, from Tempe to uh, uh, Scottsdale every day, and um, so he just had another repair on his truck, and uh, it was $700. And so we're kind of wondering, his question was, is this the time I should look at trading this car in, this truck in, for something like a, a used Honda Accord or something like that, or should I keep putting money into repairs? It seems like he runs about 700 to to $1,000 a year on repairs, and he looks at the blue book and says, well, the blue book on it right now is only about $1,000 if I went to trade it in or to sell it, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so where do you kind of get into that break-even point or where you think it's time to make that jump? Yeah, some of that, you know, is personal uh, with not, you know, not knowing the finances and such. I'm going to push back a little bit on the value of the truck. Unless it's just beat to death, it's worth way more than $1,000. Uh, someone may that's, be what looked, I, that's what I told yeah. him. I mean, any, we were laughing the other day. I had a car with the air conditioner trying to figure out what something was worth. And Tim at the shop, you know, we used to have a saying, any car with AC is worth a grand. Well, any car with AC now is worth <laughs> two grand. And if it's a pickup truck, which, you know, they're hard to get. There's tons of contractors are busy. The You know, the landscapers, the gardeners, the, the construction, everybody's busy that uses a truck that truck's got a lot of value now if you're talking about trading cars and you want to go from a car to a truck that's a personal decision but jeff now that you've got a little bit more mature of a car i'll call it what i would say before you can even make that analysis you need to gather up all your repair history get it together and then i would go out to a shop you're in gilbert i'd go to a shop like h and i automotive and you want to go there and say hey I'm thinking about getting rid of this truck. I really like it. We've taken good care of it. By the way, here's all the service records. Here's what we've done. Can you please look at this truck and tell me what repairs are necessary and what you think it's going to need based on its current condition? For example, if the brakes have six millimeters on them, we can pretty well judge when you're going to need brake pads. We can kind of tell by the condition of the transmission fluid when it ought to be serviced next. And let's get a complete evaluation of that car, and then let's put the arithmetic to it, and then walk through it with those guys talking about maybe there's some pattern failures of course there's things that we can't predict jeff but but um you know again the car's coming up on 20 years old now um maybe he's a college student or just got home from college he's going to get his first job now's the time to start socking away some money so so that's how i would approach taking care uh, of your truck jeff does that help you with that kind of analysis let's find out what it really needs and then break that down that does that does so um, yeah. yeah, no, that really helps. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, sure. And that, and again, that's what we. I always suggest doing. If we're not having this talk before, you're gonna, you know, if the shop calls you, you take it in. It needs an expensive repair. I always like two questions. What else should I do to make that a better repair? And tell me about the rest of the car. There's so many shops out there that are afraid to tell you everything that's wrong with their car because if you they do, they're afraid you won't buy that three or five hundred dollars that everybody on average spends but we really that's not fair we really need to tell you the condition of the whole car so you can make wise wise choices so thanks for the call jeff i'm glad we could help you with that today and i'd be interested to know again when you when you crunch the numbers let's see what it looks like i'd be interested in the follow-up tony in pv paradise valley 2003 Ford explorer how can we help you real quick Hey, I love love your comments because I'm a guy who keeps cars until the wheels fall off and <laughs> I keep driving them on the rims. But uh, your analysis, and I know I know America loves to look at monthly payments, but I think you also got to look at the uh, cost per mile. Oh and, yeah, and that's what I that's what I do. I keep all of my receipts, and then I figure out the cost per mile, and then I back out things that are just maintenance. 
like uh, oil changes and sure. tires and stuff like that. That's really not repairs. And if I had a brand new car, still got to do I'd that still stuff. Have to have, I still have to have an oil change, and I still have to have uh, new tires when the time comes. But but if you you know you look at all the repair bills, that's that's the important thing. I had a a Jaguar once that got stolen, and uh, when God, it got right? stolen, I, I had it, I had it for forty eight months, and I had. 48 repair bills uh-huh. in my file when it was gone. You know, and some of those were, you know, light bulbs, and some of those were major things. But uh, I think you got to look at the cost per mile and yeah. not just the cost per month. Yeah, and, but, I, and I did do that, Jeff, on her case. I think it was somewhere, in the, but in this it included the maintenance. It was down around 21 cents a mile or something like that, which is pretty darn good. I yeah, I, be, I bet it was even less than that. I bet. Uh, but but uh, it's, it's an interesting uh, fact to look at. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for the call, Tony. And you know, right. uh, you know, you listen to Dave Ramsey on this station all the time, and I sure do. And I'm a little bit of a disciple of Ramsey, and I always have been. Started with my dad teaching me as young. You know, if you can't afford cash, pay for it in cash. You can't afford to buy it, kind of thing. Um, but you know what? That's probably why Tony lives in Paradise Valley. <laughs> really smart with his money. And you know, on Dave Ramsey, he talks about millionaires. The average millionaire is not driving a Mercedes. They're not driving a BMW or a Land Rover. Those I call the 30,000 heirs. <laughs> um, the average millionaire is driving a 10-year-old car, and it's a Honda. It's not a Mercedes, not anything like that. So something to think about when you're talking about maintaining your car. I want to give a quick shout-out to my former automotive shop teacher from Shadow Mountain High School, Mr. Halt, Bob Halt. He was my teacher in seventh grade, Woods class or ceramics or plastics or whatever it's Shea then we used to walk over to Shadow Mountain then he was my auto shop teacher he's my customer now great friend love to help the guy I hate that he did it he calls me with a problem on his car I help him out of the telephone and he sends me a hundred dollar check to take the guys out to lunch or my family Mr. Halt if you're listening really super appreciate it not necessary I've got to thank him he's the one that got me into this business when I was a teenager in high school I said stick with it it's a good industry I'm happy to be here so thank you Mr. Halt take a quick break talk to you in a few minutes Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians. Bumper-to-bumper radio approved. Check us out at champsfamilyautomotive.com. And yes, that's champsfamilyautomotive.com. If your garage has become a breeding ground for bugs and pests, it's time to call A1 Garage for a service. Hi, Tommy Mello here. Replacing the bottom rubber on your garage door can have a huge impact on the number of bugs you see in your garage and in your home. As the weather starts to warm up, keep those creepy crawlers outside by calling A1 Garage for a service today. Cracked or worn out bottom rubbers and seals expose your garage door to bugs and other pests. A1 Garage for a service can replace old bottom rubber and seals in no time. And don't forget about all the moving parts of a garage door system. Wheels get old, cables fray, grease runs out, and tracks move, putting excessive wear and tear on your garage door system. Call today for our $129.99 tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber. And remember, the garage door is the smile of your home. So don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service and you'll be smiling today. Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We're in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. Breaking news is always first. Always first. 
on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now, KTAR News Time is 11:30. I'm Troy Barrett. The Diamond Fire northeast of the valley that has forced the evacuation of Sunflower along with the Cross F Ranch and Diamond Ranch areas continues to grow. Almost 350 people are battling that fire now, and it's at 4,700 acres with no reported containment. No full jackpot winner in last night's $940 million Mega Millions lottery drawing, but according to the Arizona Lottery, a $1 million winning ticket was sold in Prescott at the Circle K on Willow Creek Road. So you got to check your tickets if you buy your tickets up in that area. The new estimated Mega Millions jackpot for Tuesday's drawing will be over $1 billion. Let's go and check traffic now live from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. Here's Tom Keeble. Thanks, Troy. We have a new car fire causing some problems in Avondale westbound Interstate 10. This one's on the off-ramp at Fairway Drive. Also a little bit of the curiosity factor causing issues over in that zone. Hopefully they're able to put that out quickly. A couple of other new crashes. One at Washington Street near 44th Street. And they're still clearing a crash with a pedestrian by the Walmart and Home Depot 38th Street and Thomas Road in Arcadia. For road closures, the Interstate 17 southbound shutdown between Greenway and Northern Avenues. You can use 35th or 19th as an alternative. Should reopen Monday morning. For traffic, Tom Keeble, KTAR News. KTAR weather for the Valley, mostly sunny and hot today. A little bit breezy at times as well. 116, your forecast high for today. We do have a chance for some storms late tonight. More chances for some storms tomorrow, Monday, and Tuesday, too. Looks like Sunday evening. It looks like it's going to be a real good chance uh, to see some monsoon storms. 105 now on Gilbert Weather brought to you by Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. KTAR wants to celebrate with you when this record streak of daytime highs, one tenner above, finally ends. It's so hot. It's so hot, I can't move. We're giving away cool prizes all week. When you listen to Gatos and Chad in the 4 o'clock hour, text the word COOL to 411-923 and sign up for our grand prize, a Yeti cooler full of cool prizes. We'll give that away when the daytime high temperature is finally below 110. Hot air. KTAR's cool giveaway. So hot air. Listen to win weekday afternoons at 4 and sign up for our grand prize by texting COOL to 411-923. Message and data did you buy a lemon if you've had repairs under warranty your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the arizona lemon law don't let them give you the runaround you're not on your own the law is on your side and so am i hi this is henry with hammer law arizona's lemon law firm enforce your rights under the arizona lemon law call henry and drop the hammer call 480-480-1014 or check us out at hammerlemonlaw.com that's hammerlemonlaw.com old-fashioned service with all the latest in modern technology it's not a dream it's what they do at import car specialists conveniently located in the biltmore area right off the 51 at indian school the expert team at import car specialists look forward to solving all of your import service needs so bring in your classics that old triumph alfa romeo or maybe your new bmw mercedes or audi they can take care of all of it for you check them out today at importcarspecialists.com hi i'm marcus with pit stop auto detailing in scottsdale and i'm scott with showcase mobile detailing in gilbert together we've teamed up to become the highest rated mobile automotive detailers in arizona our mobile fleets provide you with award-winning professional detailing services conveniently done right at your home or office interior exterior basic wash to full detailing there's even engine detailing and ceramic services available yep we do it all check us out at pitstopdetailing.com or showcasemobiledetailing.com today hey guys champ here with champs family automotive been serving the valley for over 15 years treating customers like family integrity fair pricing and trust it's what you should have in your automotive repair facility we understand that if you treat customers like family they continue to return to you whether you have a domestic import or diesel we have state-of-the-art technology technicians and tools to take care of your needs award-winning facilities in goodyear and surprise check us out at champsfamilyautomotive.com that's champsfamilyautomotive.com it's your car's favorite show bumper to bumper
Carrie, I'm not sure about this funky music. We're going to have to do something about this. Boom, boom, whatever. I can't even yeah. mimic it. I don't know. But it's EDM, I think. Yeah, we have to yeah. have to do this up or do something different. I've got a friend whose kid goes to ASU doing EDM. Maybe he can get us some something a little jazzier. Hipper. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. hipper, hipper, hipper. Okay. So welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTR car guy. I think this has been a good show today. Great topic about budgeting for your car and what it costs to fix it, maintain it, keep it a car for a long time, 150, 60,000 miles, and how it pays off. So if you're just now joining us, I'd really like you to go to bumpertobumperradio.com where you can look up all the old shows by topic, especially this week's show. Um, by the way, t- we've got today on the phone, we've got Jenny and we've got Nick. We're going to be right back, to, right with you guys. But uh, just want to mention about the bumper to bumper radio.com. You can find the old shows there, all the history. You can also find shops. You can find all kinds of tips and information there. And when you find, go there looking for a shop, you're going to find one like Max. Complete auto repair down in Chandler. I-10 in Chandler Boulevard. Mac is a great guy. I met him about a year ago at some training stuff. And for a year now, he's been going through all the steps to become part of the Bumper to Bumper Radio team, if you will. So he's going to be on next week. Hear his story, which is really, really cool story about Mac, how he got here, got started, and what he's doing today. So we'll be looking forward to that next week. And, again, you can find them at BumperToBumperRadio.com. All right, we're going to get to these phones, Kerry. Uh, let's see. Today in Scottsdale, 2000 Jeep Grand Cherokee. How can we help you? Really, you got to turn that radio down in the background, please. All right. What can we help you with? Today? Hey, uh, I haven't been the same since the uh, since the one dollar install for the car stereos ended, and I'm calling. I'm finding that um, to get a stereo installed is not a simple thing. So I'm calling to find out if you could give me some insight on on my stereo system. I have a Kenwood system that I don't want to replace its original system. What do you think? Well, is there anything wrong with it? Well, it's, it's, I, ha- I have a guy, uh, no, not a serial guy, not, but not he's you have a guy. like, uh, Today, hold on a second. not licensed, yes. Okay. Is there a problem with your stereo system? Not about the guy it's in the way. It's not light. working. It whines on me. Okay. What happens when it starts whining? Okay, well, there could be a number of different things. So if the thing is whining, uh, you get uh, sometimes we can get feedback from the electrical system causing that whine. You used to get it with resistor or non-resistor spark plugs way back back in the day. But if the system is not working, I don't think a Jeep Cherokee came with a Kenwood stereo system in it. As a matter of fact, I know it didn't. So that is an aftermarket install today. And so what you're going to want to do with that, some repair shops will work on it. Um, you're just going to need to get to a stereo shop. You're in Scottsdale. There's a couple of them. There's Soundworks over off Bell Road in the 51. I know up around the Costco in there, there's an Audio Express or something like that. I think they're the home of the $1 install, if you will. You just need to get it to somebody that can check that system, find out why it's not putting out any sound. Maybe it's not turning on. There's a number of different things that it could be. Not something we're going to get any, you know, anything, any progress on the radio. We won't be able to, you know, give you any exact direction on that. So just go find yourself a good stereo shop and get it to them and take a look at it. And I'm sure they can get you fixed up. Jenny and Casa Grande, 2003 Toyota Tundra. How can we help you today? Yeah, I've talked to you before, but now I got something's going on. My is it is the ABS? I know I, I you, pro, you probably don't remember, but I've called before about brake problems. Yeah, and now the ABS light is coming on when I turn on the key, and then it goes off when I start the car. I don't think it's supposed to do that, is it? Yep, just like the check engine light. It's going to do a bulb check okay. on your dash. So anytime you turn on your key, the dash should illuminate. Everything's going to light up. And then some of those lights will go off right away or maybe a second or two. And then there's a couple of the lights, like the check engine light. Once you start the car, 
it will turn off a second later, assuming that there's nothing wrong with it. So that's normal. That's a that's a bulb check. It's part of the the service on the car. That its own self check. Nothing nothing to worry about. But when that ABS light does come on, you've got a red light for the brakes. And you've got a yellow light. Think of your stop light. Red is caution or stop or stop or there's a problem or check me right now. Yellow is caution. So if your ABS light does come on, your brakes are not likely to fail. They're just not going to have anti-lock brakes in most cases. You're going to revert back to a normal braking system that has no skid resistance or, or anti-skid. If you've got a red light on, that's more of a problem. Low on brake food, a leak, a pressure, something like that. And that's where you need to not drive as much and get that car into the repair shop to get it checked out. So thanks, Jenny. Nick in Scottsdale. Nick's got a uh, 2000 Nissan Frontier pickup. Nick, how can we help you today? Yeah, I have a AC blower motor uh, that's not working. Or not the blower motor, but the condenser fan. Uh-huh. And the air has been blowing warm, so I finally, you know, figured out that's not working. So mm-hmm. if I replace it myself or have somebody do it, you know, how much of a difference is that going to make as far as cooling the air? Because the air is warm right now. I've been told it's fully charged and everything has enough refrigerant in it. But mm-hmm. how much of a difference does that make in the cooling of the vehicle? Huge difference. The air. Does that have one Huge radiator difference. fan or two radiator fans? Uh, one. One. And there's yeah. not a mechanical fan, right? Uh, there's not no, just the one in the front. Okay. Yeah, it's in the very front by the by the bumper by the grill. Right. So you you might have on that car. Does it have a fan that's driven mechanically by by the belt also? I think it does. Uh, no, just uh, you know the radiator fan. Okay. That, I, it has that one that blows out. You know, of course, the front of the vehicle runs through the serpentine belt. Okay, so there is a belt driven fan. Yeah, for the radiator, yeah. Yeah, well, the radiator condenser, it's all the same thing. It's still moving air across the area. So, yeah, so you, and that's what I thought. In your car, they're never going to put the only fan, electric fan, on the front. You're going to, if you have one on the front, you usually have a mechanical fan or also an electric fan on the interior, on the back side of the radiator, if you will. So, yes, that is important, and that's why your air conditioning doesn't work, Jay, or Nick. It needs to be there. Nissan would not have spent millions of dollars engineering that and, and testing that air conditioning system and putting a part on the car that was not necessary to be there. So your mechanical engine fan, you say for the radiator, yes, that's primary for the radiator because if your car didn't have air conditioning, it would still have that fan. But it still is drawing air over the condenser. It needs to cool that. So when you put the extra load on the car, you're going to create some heat, but that heat is also generated out in the front at the condenser. That's where the heat is removed from the system to help with the changeover from gas to a liquid. And that's why that secondary or auxiliary fan comes on. And, yes, it, it does need to be replaced. If it's intermittent and it comes on, you can tap on it maybe or you can check and make sure it's got proper power and ground. It's not, depending on your skill level, it's not terribly hard to replace. You want to get a good quality part, an original uh, part, if you will. You don't want to get, um, if you go to the parts store and you do that yourself, it's not anything that you want to go get a, a motor where you have to cut the wiring harness and add, you know, they don't have a connector or you have to modify it to fit. You want to try and use the factory connectors. And speaking of which, when you take that connector out, you got to look and see if it's discolored or melted or distorted in any fashion. If it is, you got to replace the pigtail to that blower motor or to that uh, fan motor too. So absolutely, Nick, get that taken care of. You're going to keep nice, cool air conditioning and keep the car running at the proper temperature. So you hear the music playing. That means we're going to take a quick break. We've got Carol and Phoenix. We've got Al and Chandler and room for maybe a couple more. 602-277-5827. Are you a business trying to find the right relationship for your company's fleet maintenance and repairs? Are you looking for someone to look after your bottom line and have your back? Does convenience matter like pickup and drop-off, realistic return times, and rapid repair assessment to minimize downtime and maximize efficiency? This is Lee Weatherby, and that's what Accurate Automotive is known for. 
Our expertise is to help you with the major repairs and regular service that you can depend on to keep your fleet running and taking care of your customers and your bottom line. We handle the small maintenance, but also can come to the rescue on repairs you may not be able to do internally, and we do it on time and efficiently to help you run your business effectively. We have the parts and the experts to do your work right the first time. Give us a call for a free quote at 480-890-0409. Let's build that relationship. Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends in Mesa at Robeson and Broadway. Check us out at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com today. If your garage has become a breeding ground for bugs and pests, it's time to call A1 Garage for a service. Hi, Tommy Mello here. Replacing the bottom rubber on your garage door can have a huge impact on the number of bugs you see in your garage and in your home. As the weather starts to warm up, keep those creepy crawlers outside by calling A1 Garage for a service today. Cracked or worn out bottom rubbers and seals expose your garage door to bugs and other pests. A1 Garage for a service can replace old bottom rubber and seals in no time. And don't forget about all the moving parts of a garage door system. Wheels get old, cables fray, grease runs out, and tracks move, putting excessive wear and tear on your garage door system. Call today for our $129.99 tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber. And remember, the garage door is the smile of your home. So don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service and you'll be smiling today. I swear to God, that's the exact uh, idea I heard in my head when I picked this song. Today. Right? Yeah. I won't do my deep voice heavy metal yelling anymore. But welcome back to Bumper to Bumper right. Radio. Yes. I'm your host, Matt Allen, and uh, we're cranking through the show today. Got a couple callers. We've got Allen, we've got Carol in that order, actually, and we've got some open lines 602 277. 5827. You know, I made a mention a little bit earlier about my auto shop teacher, uh, who's become a great friend over the years. I invited him back in 2011 when I got some awards and he was shocked, uh, to be a, to be a guest. And, uh, occasionally he brings in his car, he refers some people, but I went to Shadow Mountain High School, which is Mercury Mine, went to Shea, right there in the 32nd Street in Shea area. And Mr. Halt, uh, was my teacher then, and he's the one that talked to me and said, Matt, this is a good business, good trade. I was one of those guys that they sent down in the shop class. Maybe I didn't confirm, conform with everything. Maybe it wasn't the best behave and didn't do great on my mat, on my English or the history classes or whatever. But one thing Mr. Halt told me is, Matt, all the doctors and lawyers and all those people in those AP classes that are going to come out of here, they need somebody to fix their car. So don't look down on yourself, you know, being the mechanic. So that being said, all of you parents out there who have kids that are entering high school or they're just not sure what they want to do, not everybody's cut out for college. Get a location. Go learn a trade. Get in the auto repair business. Get in that in high school. And if for nothing else... You can get a little bit more educated for later on in life when people are starting to talk to you about the repairs. You're going to have repairs on a car. You're going to own one. Um, and your kids will, too. So, uh, again, if they're looking for something to do. Now I must hit a nerve because the phones are blowing up, so we're going to get after it here. Uh, Alan Chandler, you're up 2006 Dodge Stratus. How can we help you? Hey, Matt. Good morning. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Uh, quick question, Matt. This particular particular vehicle, it's an 06 Dodge, which I'm very skeptical with Dodge product anyway. I might be in the minority, but no. I picked it up really, really cheap at the beginning of the year. The lady had kind of give up on it, the lady that I got it from. Mm-hmm. And she had left it hidden for around a year, and surprisingly, it needed a new battery to fire up, got a new battery in there, changed the fluid, and it runs remarkably well. Mm-hmm. But the I have, as I've started moving it around as it's got hot, the, the coolant fans, it's, they're getting really, really loud. It's like I can hear a bearing mm-hmm. uh, starting to make noise in there, and I know I need an upper control arm. But the question is, it has 190,000 miles on it. Like I said, motor-wise, transmission-wise, runs really well. But mm-hmm. am I playing with fire here, Matt? 
Well, I mean, the Stratus, you know, it's an older car. I mean, you know, you said it. Maybe it wasn't the best car, you know, when <laughs> when they yeah. came out. I think that's some variation of a Mitsubishi or something like that. Right, you're you're right. playing with a little bit of fire, but you're into the car cheap. Now, let's look at the alternative. If, you, if the Raider fan motor makes a bunch of noise. When, it's making noise, yeah. Yeah, well, it works. So it's going to go out. So if you yep. wait, it's going to overheat the motor. Then you just got a pile of scrap sitting there. So I think I think you've got to fix that. You know the control yeah. the control arm. You know, depending on how bad it is, if it's making some noise, you know, maybe you don't have to go in and do both sides or do the struts right now, which we might recommend it had we have a consistent history on the car. But if it's something sure, you're yeah. just driving, I don't. I, I absolutely would recommend do not drive it anymore with the cooling fan the way it is. And if you do, for a short period of time, really keep an eye on it. That's the fastest way to ruin a perfectly good car or put yourself into a ex- super expensive repair bill. As far as the control... Yeah. No, you know, I, yeah. You know, you're right. And and the thing is too, I think it's the upper control arm, it's on the left side. Uh-huh. So I can hear like the ball joint kinda I think it's kinda rattle and it's kinda talking to me a little bit. And uh, you know, some things I've done myself on it, like change the plugs and a couple sensors, easy things, but mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty low and I don't feel like tackling like underneath there. Is that something kind of expensive, uh, Matt, usually when we're talking suspension components like the the control arms? I mean, they, they can be. It depends on how those control arms are serviced. Sometimes you can do just the bushing. Sometimes it's better to do the whole control arm because maybe it comes with the ball joint. Um, you know, if you can do the radiator fan yourself, great. If not, when you have it in the shop, you know, just tell them, you know, and again, you might have to pay for it. You might not, but it's money well spent. Look it over, guys. I just bought the car. I'm debating whether I want to spend some money and fix it. But what I want to do right now is just fix what's most important so I can drive it and make the list of my concerns and then take a couple of that with what you guys find on your inspection. Um, or you can say, you know, just take a look at that control arm. Is it really severe? Can I drive it for a 1,000 miles and give this car a further shakedown? Um, I, that's how I would probably approach it. Just just tell the shop. Um, you know, and you're in Chandler, Max, we just talked about them, great shop. You could get over there and just, again, have them, have them take care of the fan motor if that's not something you're going to do yourself or take it in for an oil change if you do the fan motor, do the service. It's a quick way to get the car in and say, by the way, I know it's bad. There's something noisy in the front. Take a look. Tell me how unsafe it is, how long I can defer. So, again, I can shake the car down the rest of the way and then have you guys give me some good advice on, on what to do. Cause you definitely don't want to go sink a bunch of money into that until you can get a couple thousand miles on it make sure there's no other issues. So, Al, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Carol, and tell me how unsafe it is. Carol, we got to get that radio turned down. I'm going to come back to you. Carol and Phoenix with their Chevy Tahoe. Go ahead and turn the radio down. We'll be right back. We're going to get Leslie first with the Toyota Tacoma. Leslie, 2001 Tacoma, how can we help you today? Hi, how are you today? Fantastic. Um, I've got a, cat, a possible catalytic converter. My engine light keeps come, it had come on, and I had it checked once, and they said it was catalytic converter. And then I got a new locking gas cap, and um, I haven't had any problems. That are or just recently when I had gas, I didn't turn the gas cap real, real tight. I had the light come on, and I had it checked at O'Reilly's, and they said that um, the sensor on the front of the cat, uh, catalytic converter is bad, and uh, needs to be changed. But the truck is, you know, it's uh, 20-some years old now, 22 years old. Uh, do I need to do a whole catalytic converter? Well, no, it sounds to me like you need to get it diagnosed because what uh-huh. uh, what I heard you do is you had the codes read. Um, reading the codes is not a diagnosis. If we get a catalyst efficiency code, which is a P0420 uh-huh. or 430, depending on which side it's on, um, that's just the code. The sensors that has an air fuel ratio or an oxygen sensor in front of the catalytic converter, and then it's got another one behind it. And what that's doing, right. those two sensors are monitoring the efficiency and the effectiveness of the catalytic converter. If you've got a bad sensor, you can still get the code for an inefficient catalytic converter. So we need to diagnose it. Don't kill the messenger, so to speak. Again, just because the code says catalyst efficiency does not mean the catalytic converter is bad. There's specific testing that can be done to figure that out so that you can get the right 
parts replaced on the car at the right time. You might have an oxygen sensor or an air-fuel ratio sensor. You very well could have a bad catalytic converter, too. We need to test that. I think then the next question is, do you need to get a whole catalytic converter? Is that well, it is bad, then I have to replace the catalytic converter? Yes, then you would replace it. It's not a serviceable okay. part. And the other thing to remember, when you're servicing or replacing a catalytic converter, there's something, you know, what killed the cat, so to speak. It's more than curiosity. You know, curiosity kills the cat. But the catalytic converter in a perfect world should never wear out. There are no moving components in it. It's going to get hurt by too much fuel, an engine misfire, a number of different things. The other thing on your Toyota back, that's back in the early 2000s, Toyota had a lot of programming updates. The window or the tolerances were very tight on the catalyst efficiency, and they did loosen them up a little bit. So you also want to make sure you've got the latest program on the car before we go ahead and replace the catalytic converter. I suspect you do, though, because it would have probably come on a long time ago. So thanks for that, Leslie. We're going to go back to Carol. Carol, I hope you got your radio turned down in your 17 Tahoe. How can we help you today? Hi, Matt. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a 2017 Chevy Tahoe. It's got only has 49,000 miles on it. Wow. Um, I'm having all kinds of uh, message board errors, and when I pull into a parking spot, it goes into parking assist, and my power steering goes out, and the car goes dead, and then it goes back on. Um, I took it in. They replaced the compute, the main computer chip box, whatever, a fifteen hundred dollar mm-hmm. part, and it's doing it again. Like it says, trailer brake system. It says stabilized track. It says roll your window down, roll it back up. The radio goes away. Mm. So it sounds electronic, but. Yeah, I don't they, know what to tell them, and did, they can't seem to figure it out. Well, did they replace a body control module? Does that sound right? Uh, body control, I don't know. Yeah. They replaced a big black box sure. in front of the passenger seat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or the passenger, is, or is, the driver's, I'm is, sorry. Is they the dealer? If it's not? Yes. Okay. Well, they should be able to figure this out. This is their, you know, it's their, it's their wheelhouse. It's their make and model of car. So they're yeah, you know they're in there three times. Yeah. So there's a couple of different things. Was the problem ever fixed? Um, it was fixed for about three months. Um, this is a tough one. You've got to get it back to them. Um, okay. You know, there might be a conversation. You know, it fixed it one time. So is the same problem? Is the computer bad again? If it is, it should be under warranty. That's why I asked if was it never fixed. It seems like replacing the computer helped for a period of time. I'm going to be thinking, yeah. I mean, they, they have the right equipment. They have the same equipment I have at my shop. You would think they see those cars all the time. If it's a pattern failure, they would have nailed it. Um, okay. Dealerships sometimes are not the best at diagnosing cars, and that's not a dig at them. It's just their business model. Um, they, need to right. di- they need to diagnose that. They need to figure out what's wrong with it. I give them another shot or two at it. You're going to have to part with a car, and if that doesn't work, you find somebody else and just go get it fixed. Find a shop at bumpertobumperradio.com, and we just okay. have to figure it out. I suspect we have an electrical issue, but Carol, I hate to do it. I got to go. We're up against the end of the show. Um, Carol, thanks for the call. Everybody, last second, thanks for listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio. We'll be back next week.